Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. If you need help getting sober, you can reach out to my line is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. If you need resources for treatment, if you're looking for some type of coaching or free resources, you can reach me on my line. What I want to talk about today is relapse prevention, because I think one of the biggest, one of the most important things that we can really focus on is, you know, it's one thing to get sober, but it's another thing to stay sober. And we need to have some type of plan in place for when we go back home after treatment or while we're going to meetings or while we have, you know, different support meetings, whatever we're going through, we need to have some type of relapse prevention plan in place when these cravings pop up because it's just a matter of time before it happens. You know what I mean? I think there's this misconception a little bit that people in recovery portray to people that are trying to get sober, like, hey, life gets amazing in sobriety and, and everything is just rainbow and sunshine in recovery. And and it it's just not true. You know what I mean? It takes work. And I'm not trying to discourage anybody from getting sober. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's not a it's not a pessimistic viewpoint. It's just that, you know, there, life happens, you know what I mean? And, and we get exposed to emotions and, and um, we become aware of certain things in our life that we maybe weren't privy to or aware of before, you know what I mean? So when we have these thoughts, it's human nature for us to, to think about using to escape from our reality in some sort, you know? So um, the most important part of recovery is making sure that you build the solid foundation to continuing the journey and not just being like a week here, a month there, and, you know, so on and so forth. Because why struggle unnecessarily when you can stick to the basics, have a strong structure, and have the proper support system around you and continue to thrive in recovery and, and, and get stronger as human beings, you know? I kind of look at it, look at it as like when we're first getting sober, we're, we're weak, you know what I mean? We're, we're vulnerable emotionally to the, the things that life throws our way, you know what I mean? We're, a lot of times we have the emotional, emotional intelligence of, of someone in their teens because Pretty much when you when you start using your you emotionally uh, you stop developing emotionally at the point of consistent drug use. You know what I mean. So a lot of times, if we've been using since we were 10, 12, 14, 15, 16, you know, you might be 30 years old, but emotionally you might be 16. And so we're not used to handling certain things in life. So anyway, I'm going to hop right into it with the relapse prevention. The first thing that is always my like a go-to for me when I was first getting sober in the beginning was taking action. We have to take action. We got to move a muscle, change a thought. That's always the slogan. Uh, when I was in meetings, that was a big one that really helped. You know what I mean? Like when you're having bad thoughts, the only way to change those thoughts, right? And to, and to actually um, get to a different mind frame is to take action. You know, we have to, we have to move a muscle to change our thoughts. And you'll find that if you do a hobby that you like, whether it be 
playing basketball, drawing, um, you know, art, writing, uh, making music, whatever the case may be, whatever gets you into a flow state, this is going to be a solution for you, a positive solution. And it provides an escape from the thoughts, the intrusive thoughts that come into our mind, you know, and we have to implement strength through restraint. You know, when we have these thoughts of wanting to use, we have to realize, take a step back sometimes and realize, okay, I don't have to act on these thoughts. <laughs> it's okay to have thoughts. It's okay to have emotions um, that aren't necessarily positive, but if I handle them in a positive way, it actually is a positive because it builds strength through restraint. Uh, look at it, look at intrusive thoughts or urges and cravings to get high as little opportunities to grow and become stronger. It's an opportunity every single day. Every single day when we have these thoughts or these things come up, look at it as, okay, you know what? I'm getting stronger by resisting this thing that is not for my well-being. And every time that I resist this and I take action and start to get involved in an activity that is actually healthy for me and serving me, I'm becoming the best version of myself, slowly but surely. And this is, this is huge, you know what I mean? It's just moving one foot in front of the other and sticking to the path that you know you need to be on. When we stray from that path, this is when our confidence dips low, um, our self-esteem gets brought down, and, and obviously, you know, when we relapse, we get a lot of shame and guilt. And we, we want to avoid that if we can, you know what I mean? And we can, we can avoid that. So take action and focus on getting into flow state, whatever, whatever activities you like to do that takes you away from where you actually are. You know what I mean? It's almost like time stands still and whether it be a hobby or something that you enjoy doing and make a list of things that do this to you, do this for you and really hone in on having this, uh, hone in on making a little list. And then when these thoughts and cravings pop up, you have this list to go back to and to start to utilize. So that's number one is taking action. Number two is getting connected with others. This is huge. This is like, this was the foundation. Uh, this was a huge foundational piece of my sobriety and getting connected with others looks different for everybody. But for me, I went to AA um, you know, I went to treatment a few times as well, and I went to AA, and it was massive for me because it allowed me to it allowed me to do a lot of things. One, it allowed me to learn from people that were way beyond where I was, and that I wanted to be at. You know what I mean? I I eventually got to the place where I wanted to be sober, and I wanted to learn from people that have been where I was and even in even worse situations and got through the obstacles that life throws our way. And you could tell when certain people have a certain aura about them and an energy to them. And you just know that whatever they got, you want. And there were a lot of people like that in AA for me. Um, not everybody, you know what I mean? But, and that's okay. But you, you take what you like and you leave the rest. And there were a lot of people that really I learned so much from in AA. It saved my ass. So, uh, two, it's it, when you get connected with other people, 
you don't feel alone. <laughs> Go figure, right? <laughs> uh, we tend to isolate when we uh, are struggling and uh, have cravings and we try to figure shit out our own, on our own and we hold on to these thoughts and these certain emotions and it's literally the worst thing we can do because that's where it festers. Uh, you know, you get one intrusive thought and then you sit on it for a little while. You don't know how to change it yourself or you're failing miserably at doing that. And before you know it, you know, you're getting closer and closer and going down the rabbit hole of who you can call, uh, how much money you got, like how much you could possibly get. And we go through these scenarios that are not healthy whatsoever. And we don't need to. All we need to do is pick up the phone and get connected with people that have also had those thoughts and ha know how to get through them, right? Um, and just, have, just being honest, just speaking about it. You don't even need to be talking with someone that, that blows you away and, and, and gives you a complete you know, new revelation on life. That's, that's not really the point here. The, the point is to be transparent and to be honest uh, a lot of times we are not honest in our addiction. We are constantly lying. We are constantly manipulating and justifying. And, and so in recovery, we really need to change our attitudes and behaviors and be willing to deflate our ego a little bit and become humble enough to speak with others that can help us. There's people out there that can help you. And when we're in this fucked up state of addiction, we think that we are alone and that no one knows how uh, how I feel or no one can help me and it's total bullshit. You know what I mean? It, it just really is. You got to call it what it is and, and that is what it is. It's total bullshit. Um, and, you know, and another thing with getting connected with others is you start to build real relationships with, with people who are sober. It's like I, I kind of tell people, when you go to rehab or you build relationships in AA or whatever, it's it's like a really big event in your life that almost resembles the types of relationships that you have when you are in school. You know what I mean? Like in high school and in college or on, on sports teams, because it's a big it's a big time in your life, and you are connected with people automatically, whether you even like them or not. You are connected with them because you know exactly what their struggle is and vice versa, you know? So we need these bonds in recovery to, we need to be a part of our tribe. We have to have a tribe, you know what I mean? We're, we're human beings, we thrive in packs. Um, and you don't need to have a million friends, but if you have a few that you can really rely on and um, connect with, it's, it's huge. It's really, it really is. It is so important and it will save your ass when you need somebody and you're not having the, the best time by yourself with your own thoughts and isolating and you get to connect with somebody, a friend who will tell it like it is and will snap you right into right back into place and where you need to be. Man, those are the best relationships and um, I wouldn't trade them for the world. So that is number two, is getting connected with others. Number three is serving other people. Being of service is so important. 
Um, and there's a few different reasons for it. It's, you know, first off, like when we're focused on others, we're, we're not focused on our, on our own problems, on ourselves. And that's, that's really important. You know, we need to, we need to take a minute to serve other people and come from a place of humility and put our own issues on the back burner for a little bit because there's more to life than our, we're not the center of the fucking universe. And a lot of times we think that we are, or at least I'll speak for myself. You know, a lot of times I think I am. And, and I need to remember that, you know, there's other people there that have a lot more problems than me. And there's ways that I can make others feel good. And if I can do that, and if I can be successful in accomplishing that, then, then guess what? you know, I'm actually going to feel a lot better about myself. And that's the crazy thing about how serving people works. It's, it's actually does more for us than it does for whatever the act that we're doing for the other person. You know, it's, it's, it's almost like a selfish, it's, it's like a selfish, selfless act. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I love what I do. I love helping people and making content. I tell you what, like I, I love nothing more uh, there's there's few things that I love more, and when I'm making a video, um, you know, whether it be on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, um, and I get to see the reaction of of you know the comments and and seeing that that something struck home with somebody and that it really helped them, even in that moment, you know what I mean? Like even if in, in that like split second, and they don't see the video ever again, but in that moment. If just knowing that you made a difference on someone's day or maybe just their perspective in the moment, that's like fucking everything to me. You know what I mean? And it doesn't need to be a a video that has a million or or five million views. It could be a video, you know, with just maybe 20 likes, but it has one comment that is like, damn, man, like I needed to hear this. And that is service. Uh, you know what I mean? In some sort. And there's many different ways that we can serve people. And, and obviously mine might look a little different than yours. I'm not saying you need to uh, necessarily help people in recovery, but, but think outside the box. Think about how you can be of service to a type of, uh, to an individual that, that you want to impact. You know, think about what type of issues are going on in, in this world that you would like to be a part of serving. And really commit to that, even if it's on a small scale, right? I'm not saying you need to change the world and you need to impact a a million people, but even just holding the door for someone, right? Like it doesn't have to be anything uh, extraordinary, but just trying to change someone's day and, you know, take the focus off of yourself and, and just just for like one time a day, one, once or twice a day, put other people first, you know, and, and try to be, try to be a servant, you know what I mean? And a lot of people, when they think, I should say, when, when you hear that, be a servant, you think like you're walked over on, or, you know, you're a slave, or, or, you know, you're getting taken advantage of, and it's not about that at all. It's, um, people that achieve the most fulfillment in life are always serving others. And that's how I look at what I do with my work, you know, and, and wanting to own a a treatment facility and, and, you know, the goals that I have, it's all in service of other people and, and helping 
for the for the betterment of of humankind and that is what I'm truly after the success and the other shit will come with all of that right with building this plat the platform that I've had on TikTok and everything and and you know making this podcast it's all it's all great you know and and it's because it's truly fulfilling and I get to serve people in one way or another each and every day and it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that some days I don't have my shortcomings right and sometimes I can still get into a negative perspective but like if I can just remember to put others first it takes away it takes me away from my issues and um it's a really big tool for relapse prevention you know i i uh take take yourself take a load off of yourself a little bit you know and and always remember to come back to that so to recap number one is taking action move a muscle change a thought right number two is getting connected with others specifically in recovery and and I would say also outside of the family too, if you can help that, I, I wouldn't, I would try to have some friends and peers that are um, in recovery that don't have the bias of family because we need an outside perspective. Um, so two is getting connected with others. Three is serving other people. And this can look like many different, many different things for you. Uh, there's many different avenues to achieving this. And so this is going to, this is a little relapse prevention plan, three things that you can utilize when you want to use and do it in this order, right? When you want, when you want to get high, when you want to use, take action, do something, go to the gym, go for a run, go swimming, draw, do whatever you need to do to, to get out of that mindset. If it's still not working, get connected with others, call somebody, tell them that you're struggling. Tell someone that you're having uh, uh, cravings and that you want to do something stupid. Um, and, and then, you know, after that, serve other people. I'm telling you, if you do these three things, whenever you have cravings, there is a very, very high likelihood that you will not want to use after. I, I promise you that. So, um, well, listen, that's all I got for you guys today. Um, if you need help, getting sober if you need treatment resources or other types of resources for help you can contact my line that is 203-917-8862 again that is 203-917-8862 much love guys i will see you on the next one